episode i am mario b and with me today is chris hawk yeah and back from the dead john kenoki hello i'm back from the dead john never died though he never died that's true <laughs> he's immortal i can't die so i got john and chris hawk here today and uh you know i'm i'm hosting so we're gonna be talking about san diego comic-con 2017 everything that has happened over the weekend and uh, we're gonna break it down. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna get, we're gonna get in the cracks and the little gutters, and we're gonna um, talk about all the nerd stuff and you know how we wish we were there. So before we get into that, I just wanted to ask you guys, how was your guys' week so far? Chris Hawk, how was your week? Uh, my weekend. How's your weekend? Yes, my weekend was good. I had lumpia and pancit, and it's very good food. Oh my goodness, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, John, how was your week? And <laughs> uh, it's been busy, you know, lots of uh, lots of work this weekend, lots of uh, eight to eight shifts. Was it last week or the week before you and Nick Kenogi went to the Rooster Teeth convention? That was the week before I we went to uh, RTX Austin. Yeah, how was that? Tell us a little bit it about was, that. It was pretty good, honestly. Um. It really makes you appreciate, you know, I, I got off on this whole tangent the other day. It really makes you appreciate um, the, the generation after us because a lot of them grow, have grown up with technology and don't have a lot of social interaction. So they don't have, like, the social skills necessary to be around a lot of crowds. Yeah. And you can really tell. Like, you can, you can feel their anxiety. Mm. But when they go to this, like, convention and they meet these people who, to them, are celebrities... You can really see them like getting out of their shell and doing something they would never ever do in their normal lives. So I, you know, I thought it was really cool. And plus, I mean, it was a convention. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of cool stuff. What did you do this weekend, Mario? Um, my uncle and my cousins were visiting for the week, so I hung out with them. Saw War of Planet of the Apes. Me and Chris Hawk reviewed that. Go check out our take, War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, shameless self plug. Shameless self plug. I saw Dunkirk, um, waiting on you guys, and then uh, we could do an episode on Dunkirk. Hey, I'm seeing it soon. I, I probably won't see it. Chris Hawk, I think you'll, you'll like it, though. I just probably, hey, won't we'll, get it. probably won't get a chance to see it. We'll get a, we'll get a duo episode in there, me and Mario. All right, we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> Let's see what else. I was, we were going to see Valerium last night, but the, uh, the, the local Regal, you know, the seats. I really want to see that movie. People are apparently saying it's kind of good. I'm pretty excited myself. It's kind of, out of nowhere, you're re- excited. <laughs> it's going to be John's. I've been excited since I saw it. It's going to oh, be really? John's number one. You can, you can ask my brother. I don't know about that. You don't know about that? <laughs> Mario, talk, talk to us about that antique store you went to. Uh, no, I can't reveal secrets of this antique store. All I'm just going to say is uh, lots of Star Wars stuff, lots of old toys. It's pretty great how, uh, how much stuff they had, but... I mean, we could talk about it uh, once I, t- I'm gonna t- I should take you guys there, and then we can talk about it. I don't want to give too much away, because that's like my secret spot now, you know? I don't, want anybody- I don't want everybody to know about my secret spot. 
I can't tell everybody. I think you have an addiction. Are you just mad in case someone buys up all the Jar Jar stuff and that you can't buy? Uh, yeah, they had a Jar Jar Pence dispenser. It was awesome. <laughs> okay, his tongue was out and it catches the pets and it pulls it towards you. It's amazing. So <laughs> that's what I did, and uh, yeah, it was fun. Let's uh, let's break down this uh, San Diego Comic Con here. So where are we uh, where are we starting? We're starting on um, this Gypsy Avenger. D- have you guys seen the Gypsy Avenger? The what? The uh, Gypsy Avenger. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh my goodness! Gypsy Avenger. How do you not know what I'm talking about? You mean you sent me the link <laughs> to the Reddit page that has the picture of the Gypsy it's, Avenger? It's ah oh, shit. Yeah, I failed. I failed big time because I'm I'm only thinking about Gypsy Danger because I really didn't dwell into the teaser trailer that much because I didn't. I honestly did not like the teaser trailer that much because I thought of it as a teaser trailer and not for what it was, which is a re- it's basically a propaganda video. It's a recruitment video, and it's cool. I just hope it's not too clean, man. That was like one of the, my favorite things about the first movie in that uh, of Pacific Rim is that it was felt very dirty and felt very, you know, old timey type of technology that was used in the in the suits. I just hope they don't get too clean. Now is the guy sleek. from is the guy from the first one in this one, or is it just Charlie like, Charlie Hunnam? Yeah, he's not in this one. So John Boyega is the star. John Boyega kind of is the megastar. He's the son of Idris Elba. Oh, okay. That's kind of neat. It looks like in the teaser trailer that he's, com- he's commandeering the suit by himself. So that might be interesting to see. I mean, he's, uh, what's his name, son? He can, he's a uh, megastar also. So he's going to be amazing. He's also a stormtrooper. That's true. <laughs> that is true. And he wielded a lightsaber, and he's not a Jedi. I liked the first movie, like, you know, as much as an average person not named Chris Hawk likes it, <laughs> but I don't know, I didn't, it didn't really get me excited for anything, I mean, this movie's been, how, when did Pacific Rim come out? How long have we been waiting for a sequel? A while. It's kind of, it's kind of died off to me, I mean, the only thing that could, you know, make it relevant again is if it was suddenly in the Godzilla-verse, then maybe I'd care. That but. would be so amazing. I'll go see it, I guess. You know, maybe. I don't know. Uh, next up, we got the uh, 20th Century Fox stuff. They showed, uh, they talked about, uh, looks like they mostly talked about Kingsman, the Golden Circle, and there was a second trailer. And, uh, you know, they had a panel, of course, with the, with the uh, staff, or the staff, the uh, cast. <laughs> the staff. <and> the staff. <laughs> I mean, technically, <laughs> they are the staff, I guess. But I guess there was a, a lot of buzz uh, for... Jeff Bridges and Halle Berry being on stage, and apparently Halle Berry took like a shot of bourbon. Yeah, they they were drinking, and um, I think it was what's his name, the tall guy that's in uh, Magic Mike. I can't even think of his name right now. Your favorite actor, Mario? Oh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Favorite actor. Yeah, Channing Tatum. Uh, apparently, he's the one that started to get everyone drinking or something like that. I don't. First of all, Channing Tatum should play Gronk in a movie about Tom Brady. That's all I'm gonna say. But. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I could cast the Tom Brady movie. If we if we ever do a picture to fix it for a sports movie, I'm I'm gonna pitch the Tom Brady movie. All right, okay. I got actors already. I'm who, perfectly. I'm who's I'm Tom ready. Brady? Who's Tom Brady? I gotta know who's Tom. Uh, Brady. Joel McHale from Community. Oh, that's so, that's pretty. <laughs> it's good, right? 
<laughs> so is it a comedy? <laughs> he, no, it's not. He's got a guy. He he's got to he bulk up like a little. Brady. He's got to bulk up a little bit. But that's that's almost spot on. I know. I know how to cast people. All right. But no. So I I don't. Channing Tatum to me is like the thing that sticks out from this. Like Jeff Bridges to be like you know the American statesman. And, you know, they're like the Wild West, you know, cowboy type thing because that's their theme is awesome. But Channing Tatum, it's kind of weird. It's like that new age cowboy, but yeah. it's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. I, I mean, just I, go on, John. I, I like I like the trailer. I really, uh, you know, like what they're doing with this, you know, getting expanding the universe as a uh, much like John Wick 2 did, you know, to expand the universe to keep people interested. But at the same time, like Channing Tatum just kind of the source body sticks out. I, I actually love Channing Tatum, so I'm pretty excited to see what he can do. Uh, I, I agree with John. The, the expanding of the Kingsman universe is, is pretty awesome. Um, the first movie caught me by total surprise. I didn't think I was going to like it as much. So everything I've seen from the trailers for Kingsman, the Golden Circle, just looks good. It, I mean, Halle Berry, I, I would love to see Halle Berry in more things. She's doing a lot of these movies that have been done before, but this is like a new thing for her. I, I kind of want to see Halle Berry in more action movies. I think she could do well in, in like a, a sole, like uh, leading woman action movie. And I hope that she would go that route because it, it seems like she hasn't been doing anything special in the past 10 years. I mean, there anything was of, Catwoman. Anything in the last 20 years. It's nothing really. I mean, I would like to see her in more roles. I, I'm a big fan of Halle Berry. And that's all I got to say uh... about that. Let me ask you guys, how do you feel about that trailer showing uh, what appears to be the uh, the repeat of the church scene from the first movie? Because they show you a lot of scenes from that, and I'd, I'd be honest, you would think you'd keep that secret. I mean, people expect it now, but why do you need to reveal it in the trailer? I think it's better if you don't see it coming. As soon as we see that setup, we're going to know it's coming, you know? I didn't watch the trailer yet for the, the second trailer for Kingsman, so I, I have no idea. Hawk, did you did you see it? Yeah, I just, it's kind of like the thing where it's the X-Men movies. You know that Quicksilver's in it. You know that he's going to do one of those save everyone uh, deals. So I kind of see what John's saying that, um, you know, you, you want to reserve the best parts of the movie for the, for the yeah, movie itself. Essentially, Mario, there's a, a scene where, uh, what's his name? Eggy? Or what, what's Eggy, his name? yeah. Eggsy. Yeah. He's Eggsy. There we go, yeah. So he's a... Uh, He's in some sort of town or something, and there's a bunch of people shooting at him, and they're just doing, like, crazy nonsense things that, you know, like, to kill people. Yeah. Much like that church scene, but it's really apparent, Then that's where the scene's gonna be, and, hmm. you know, you do see a, a few different things. You don't see anybody get killed, but you see people about to get killed, so all we're gonna get is, like, the explosions of them, and, you know, them getting shot and stuff. We're not gonna get, you know, that wow factor from the them actually happening it's more going to be like oh okay well i saw that in the trailer i mean a lot of things are doing that now i mean the spider-man trailer kind of you know that that second one kind of showed a lot and uh you know people thought the alien covenant showed a lot and uh there was a, there i mean there's been a lot of trailers this year that's come out where they've shown literally too much and i think that's been a main complaint in the last few years it's like there's like a teaser for the trailer and then there's the trailer and then they'll have like another trailer, and it seems like always in the second trailer they show too much. I hate that. I hate the fact that they're showing little teasers before a trailer now. I think part of the problem is the uh, 
kind of the the cinema experience isn't as you know prevalent as it used to be so they feel like they have to show these like you know big sequences that you're like okay i should see that in theaters for but i I think they underestimate the average person like because going to the movies is something you know everybody still does i think they just look at like you know trend analysis and they're like oh it's dying out we gotta you know hype it up i can see that uh i'll tell you what uh dunkirk is a theater experience i'll tell you that did you see it in IMAX? No. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you know what they need to do to gain back the theater experience? Not release any trailers online at all. And just, like, have them show, just show the trailers in the movie theater. That would never work. Are you kidding me? People would be like, well, if you're like, hey, we're going to show the new trailer during this movie, boom. But, I mean, you could, you could reveal them during movies. Yeah, that would work. But I, I don't know. That's... Then they have to pay to be in those spots, and you know it's it's like a whole money thing that they're never gonna do. Was that? Would you think it was cheaper than like thirty TV spots that show too much? Or, or we uh, what do we we do? Pay someone. We pay someone to get rid of all the spoilery parts and trailers, and then just release the trailers with the parts added out. Like like cut out all the spoilers. (laughs) Cut out all the spoilers. Have like a giant black screen that says spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, it flashes on the screen yeah. every time something happens. Oh, I better close my eyes. You you end up getting just like one frame clips of each character <laughs> and what they look like. But even then, some of those are spoilers. Uh, the the other thing that Twentieth Century Fox uh talked about was they met or mentioned was an untitled uh, Doctor Doom film, which is uh, being developed by showrunner for Legion, uh, Noah. Holly, how do you say his name? Is that how you say it? Holly? I think so, but uh, this is so disappointing. What? Did Why are they making a Doctor Doom movie? Why? I don't know. Some people seem excited. This are you guys wild. excited? No. I think it's because it's Doctor <laughs> Doom. But are we gonna have to pitch this movie too? What the hell's the plot? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, we got two pitches, pitcher or fix it episodes straight right here. We got Doctor Doom, and you know, John gave us we each pitch a sports movie. So, you know, those are two things to look forward to. We're going to have to knock those out this week. So freaking mad that they just can't get rid of the Fantastic Four. It's ridiculous. Just, just hand it back. You know that no one is going to buy into any more Fantastic Four movies that Fox is going to put out. Because, I mean, we saw how bad and how little money the last one made. I haven't seen how bad it was. I refuse. I just... It's you know just, what? You know what, give Chris it Hall? to Marvel. You're a party give pooper, it to- okay? <laughs> Don't you give it Doctor to Marvel. Doom is going to be amazing. I'm telling you right now, this movie is going to be fantastic. Give the first family of Marvel back to MCU. Just give it back to the Kevin Feigs. Give no. it back to him. Give it, give it, just give I it. I can't up. wait. Can't wait for Chris Hawk's pitch it episode where Doctor Doom's the hero. <sighs> <laughs> Doctor Doom clones himself three other times to create the Fantastic Four. <laughs> So, so, oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Dr. Doom gets locked in a cave. Um, and he meets this old Iranian scientist where they have to make a suit of armor to get out of this cave of terrorists and then Oh my god. <laughs> we could do We could do like a but he gets but he gets locked inside. He gets locked inside of suit of armor. So he becomes the Dr. Doom. It's just the plot of Iron Man 1. Uh Disney, which is Marvel, they showed some uh Pictures and images of the costumes for Ant-Man and the Wasp in the Ant-Man and Wasp movie. 
Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Michelle Pfeiffer is cast. Janet Van Dane. Dine. And uh, Lawrence Fishburne is cast as Bill Foster. So, Michelle Pfeiffer, I think I've mentioned this before, is my favorite Catwoman. And I think Michelle Pfeiffer, as another superheroine, is just, it's just amazing. You like I, think I really than, think it's a good casting. Better than what? What's her name from Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. You loved her I, from Dark Knight Rises, I though. loved her, but Michelle Pfeiffer was my first Catwoman, man. And she was the best Catwoman. He holds on to that nostalgia. Got to. And then uh, the best part is uh, Lawrence Fishburne's playing Goliath. That's who Bill Foster is. Uh-huh. So in, I, hope, I hope he has a big part because he's, he's kind of important to Civil War in the comics. But other than that, really, he, he only, he's basically Giant Man. That's all he is. I'll tell you what, anything Lawrence Fishburne is in, you know, I think he adds to it. So it's going to be amazing. I think the Michelle Pfeiffer casting is uh, really good. Um, just, I mean, she's believable as being, uh, you know, his wife come back from uh, the microverse. So I, I think it can really work, especially with uh, Evangeline Lilly, you know, as supposedly as her daughter and stuff. I think they could work. Or, well, not her. I don't know. I don't know the exact relations there. I think they're related. I don't know. Who's Janet Van Dane? That's um, the original Wasp. Dine. Oh, did it? It's... Um, it's the guy's wife, right? She gets lost and she comes back. Janet Van Dyne is the Wasp. Those are the first two in the comics, the first two original members of the Avengers. And then you have, I forget who Inven- Inv- uh, Evangeline, uh, I can't even say her name. I, don't, I forget who she plays. So Lawrence Fishburne is going to He's be like a rival from when he was Ant-Man? Michael I mean, Douglas? we'll find out. I haven't read the synopsis yet. I don't think there even is one. The only thing I read is that uh, whoever Lawrence Fishburne is, is he's also like big in Iron Man and he, he's like, what? he's big into the government. And so when Iron Man developed the Iron Man suit, uh, the government technically had rights to it or something. And so he sold it to a lot of people like the, the design and stuff to make money off of it. That's what I read. I don't know if that, that's like the I... plot or anything. But I did, I read that that, you know, is a thing. So I don't know if that's actually a comic plot because I don't read it or if that's like what they're going with and to tie them all together somehow. I don't know. I am so sick. Walter Goggins is the villain for Ant-Man and Wasp. Well, I am so sick of them just having everything tie into Iron Man. Like, I, I don't know. Like, why, why is everything got to tie back to Iron Man? Like, he's the uh, catalyst. Like Vulture, Iron Man. Um, apparently this is going to go into Iron Man, like, or the rumor is, was it a rumor, John? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's like a rumor or it's, you know, something that's happened before. I have no clue. So the next thing I see is, uh, Captain Marvel, which was a big reveal about it being set in the nineties and the villain being the, the scrolls. Amazing. And, uh, uh Amazing. <laughs> they showed the design of them, and they sh- and apparently they've mentioned, or I don't know if they showed it or mentioned, but Nick Fury will have... Has two eyes. Two eyes. Two eyes. So <laughs> I-, I guess this is a, uh, like a, a, a setup to him losing an eye. I hope not. That'd be too... I, I would expect it's it too gonna much. Happen. <laughs> you think it's going to happen in the movie? <laughs> it's going to happen, because that's what they're, they're putting him in the movie for, to build it up and to tire in. Like... What? 
That way, when she comes in later, it's like, oh, we she we've known about her the whole time. I I um I'm pretty excited for the squirrels. It's just one more damn freaking step closer for the Fantastic Four. Okay. <laughs> can how, I, uh, can how, I complain about something? How go much? ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Why do we have to do the '90s? I feel like that's such a cop out. Nostalgia. The '90s, like it. The night, yeah, I know. The '90s is such a, like a popular thing right now. It's like, oh, we've already done, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and all the music from before the '90s. Let's do the '90s for Captain Marvel to pump people up for her even more. Like it's like you had to set it in the '90s to get people interested that wouldn't normally be interested. What I want to know uh, is, oh, you still go on, John? No, I'm just, I'm just gonna say I don't I don't see the purpose because I really like the plot where she goes back in time. In the comics, the, like to the the war. Obviously, it's been done before, mm-hmm. but they could have made a play off of that and gone back to some other time. But no, we're just gonna set it in the nineties, like that first arc where she goes back to meet her idol, type of thing. Yeah, yeah, that was that's yeah, like, I love that. Um, what I don't see how they're gonna do is so it's based in the nineties. Nick Fury is in this movie, and Nick Fury is relate is you know has relations to Fury. her. So, so how is he not gonna mention her? her at all when he's re, uh like trying to unite the avengers and they're like at the end we'll of- see if you think about how marvel does their movies they've already thought out some of these continuity error you know issues so obviously she's going to go somewhere she's either going to you know fake die or she's going to be sent somewhere on some sort of quest we already know the ending of the movie that's how it's going to end because she can't show up later until this big reveal later with you know another movie that's that's part of the problem doing these movies set before all the other movies is you have to think about those continuity errors and write people away for some amount of time. Which I don't. Yeah, that's, w- go ahead. That's my only. Um, <laughs> that's my that's my only reprieve is that there's three movies in between Infinity War and Avengers Four, so they still have to do something to to hype them up enough so that way it doesn't ruin the appeal of Avengers Four. And I just think those movies in between are just kind of getting kind of the short end of the stick a little bit because you have Avengers Infinity War and then you have Captain Marvel um, Ant-Man and Wasp and then you have a third one which I forget I think it's um, it's not Black Panther because Black Panther is going to be before Infinity War right yeah well I forget which one it'll come to me but those movies I mean I just that's the only thing I have a problem with are they doing another Spider-Man then before Avengers 4 Spider-Man is going to be after Avengers 4 Oh, uh, okay. Well, you know what's weird is the whole timeline's messed up now. It's not like, that much messed up, okay? Well, it's not that much messed up, but, I mean, that guy on Reddit saved the timeline. It really should have never said eight years later in Homecoming. I wonder if this is going to screw up the timeline even more, or, you know, what's going to happen there? They could just do a hard reboot. They got the time stone. I mean, they can do whatever they want. Were you thinking of the uh, Inhumans movie? <laughs> the, uh, the TV series? Yeah, like that. Were you thinking of that? Because I don't, I don't see another movie slated to be re- uh, released. I think that's a TV, between those. That's a TV show yeah. now. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, but, I just, I'm not excited for the Inhumans at all. Kind of looks. No, I mean, neither am I. It's you know another Netflix series that I won't watch. Honestly, <laughs> I think it's like Freeform or something like that. I know. I'm just you know. Yeah, I got you. I I'd, comparing it to it. It's. Like it's I just. This feels like a cash grab at this point. There's no villain that the humans in humans have. It's like there are other alien races out there that I mean that's like the Kree and stuff like that. It's just I don't care about the Inhumans. They just it. There's a reason why the X Men are so popular. It's because they're 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 awesome. 
they have great character names. They they're great characters. They have great villains. They do everything, and that they then humans are try, like X Men light, and you just can't you just can't beat that. You just can't beat the original X Men, and that's what the humans basically diluted level. That's basically what they are, and it's they're just not interesting. Uh, the other thing they showed was uh, the, Th- the new Thor, or the exclusive Comic-Con poster for Thor Ragnarok, um, which Chris Hawk sent to the group text earlier, which was photoshopped with all of Jeff Goldblum's face on everybody. And that was probably the most lit poster I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what do you guys think about this, the second Thor trailer and this uh, poster? I mean, the poster's pretty cool. I like the way they did the poster. It kind of, it reminded me of something and I can't remember, but uh, what'd you guys think of the second uh, Thor trailer for Sock? Uh, I think it looked pretty, it had a lot of stuff going on, but I think it looked great. I think there's a lot of good shots in there. Some very cinematic, like the, uh, the, the, ride, the last ride of the Valkyries against uh, Hela. And I think that might be, I hope it's one of the best shots in the movie because it just looks fantastic. It looks like a painting. I love the fact that the Hulk speaks. I've been waiting for that for about 10 years since the Hulk has been in the movie. I'm a big fan of uh, the Hulk speaking. So He talked in the first movie, the first Hulk movie with Eric Bana. I like Tessa Thompson. I like, I like her as Valkyrie. I like to see... Vo- I like Loki's back. I mean, it's pretty redundant that he's helping them again, but I can see why he would do it because it's... Within the, within the means of his benefits character. Benefits him. Benefits him always. Um, I kind of, I mean, them releasing the Infinity War trailer uh, kind of alludes to the ending of the Thor Ragnarok trailer, so I could see why they wouldn't release it to the public. But that's, I mean, I think we kind of already know what happens at the end of Thor Ragnarok. John? I mean, it's a, it's a Marvel movie trailer. That's what it is. I, it looks good. I think it'll be fun. Um, I think it'll be uh, obviously very uh, cosmic Marvel style. It seems like it's its own definition of a Marvel movie now, and I want to see it uh, probably more so than some of the other Marvel movies that have come out recently in terms of trailers and watching them because I don't think it shows too much, but at the same time it shows just enough. I think it's a really well done trailer to be honest. I like it better than the first trailer. Yeah, definitely. It's not like a all built off of a one liner. <laughs> Friends from work. <laughs> I like that line. Everyone does. I do too. I, I do too, to be honest. It's oh my god. It's really? clever. It's clever because it's Thor saying it. Anyone else saying it, I'd be like, it's stupid. <laughs> Apparently, uh, it seems like Mark Ruffalo as uh, Bruce Banner is going to be a little more goofy on the comedic side. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm. Um, I guess that could be me nitpicking. He's broken. Okay. <laughs> He has his laughter. It seems like he doesn't remember what happens in the Hulk stage, which is kind of cool. Because you know how he's ex- he's explaining to Thor what ha- I mean, Hulk what happens in the. I mean, we'll see. Uh I just, just I just can't wait for this movie, Thor Ragnarok, man. Uh, and you know, the next big thing that you know Disney Marvel revealed was uh, Infinity War stuff, which they revealed the exclusive Comic Con poster. There's uh, two of them. Or there's there's three now. There's three technically, them. and you put them all together, and it makes a giant like m- mural, mural, uh, collage. Mural. Yes, collage. Uh, what John said, and 
it looks pretty cool. Um, I shared it on our social media pages. It's, you know, very photoshoppy in a way to me. Uh, but they also kind of revealed the, they also showed the trailer, the same trailer they showed at D23, which got, uh, leaked online. And you guys said you, uh, watched that. I watched it earlier. I kind of talked about it. And then you guys said, uh, you just watched it. So, yes. uh, what'd you think, John? Starting with you. All right. Why? Cause you know, this is a leaked <laughs> trailer. So we get reactions in the trailer. We, yes. Of the people viewing it. Why are people so excited for this movie? Alright, I understand it's been in the works for four, five, six, eighteen years. I don't know. <laughs> since I was a kid. But honestly, I think that takes away from it. I've been waiting for it so damn long that it's just like I'm I'm ready for it to be here. I'm not hyped. I know Spider Man's gonna be in the movie. Him him showing up in the trailer for five seconds isn't a big deal to me. Why mm-hmm. why is everybody so hyped about this? It's like, oh my god, Spider Man. I, I think it's because it's the idea of this movie. There's nothing like this ever. Nothing, no, there's nothing cinematically that has ever been like this. Uh, Batman v Superman? Uh, no, shut up. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing that has been this big for a comic book movie. No, no, shut up. There's nothing <laughs> that has been this big Triple for a comic book movie. Shut, but that has nothing to do with it. I think it's, it does. I think that's why getting, it's so hype. That's, that's the reason why. You're getting all these characters from 2008 into one movie together. I think that's why it's hype. I don't think that it's all just about Spider-Man. I think it's because of everyone plus Spider-Man. But that's not, that's not what people are getting excited for. They're getting, they're getting excited for the obvious, you know, like, appearance of a character in the trailer. It's not... Oh my God! This trailer's finally happening. That's understandable. Think, you know, it's like this has finally happened. It's like, oh, there's Black Panther. Oh, there's Spider Man. Like they've never seen them before, and they didn't know they were going to be in the movie. You know, now the Iron Man suit thing. You know, the the spider suit. That's like something you could get hyped about because people didn't necessarily know that. It's not a widely known thing that was going to be in the movie. I'm mad they kind of revealed that. Well, they revealed the Hulkbuster too in the trailer, didn't they? So yeah, yeah I expected it. Chris Rock, do you have any other? Uh, details of what you liked about it, or um... I just want to—I just want the trailer released so I can see it in HD. That's all. Yeah, and not over someone's shoulder. It's not at a skewed angle, <laughs> with a giant uh, triangle blocking it or something. A lot of people were crapping on the uh, Justice League uh, trailer. You know, talking about the CGI and stuff. I personally think the Infinity War uh, stuff looked a lot CGI. You haven't seen it in HD yet. That's true, but I, yeah, they're both going to be loaded with CGI. What does it matter? Yeah, Let's seriously, be honest. I don't think I don't think a CGI complaint against any of these two movies is going to be. Just, I just, it's going to happen. Just let it go. I mean, the Amazon scene with the CGI was still really good in Justice League. I mean, mm-hmm. people like that scene, so it's not like people are going to hate the CGI in these movies. They're going to ignore it. Now, if you're like super pro Marvel and against DC, of course you're going to, you know be all over that but i don't know it's it's kind of like a baseless complaint well i think it looked like it had too much cgi and that's my opinion what else are you gonna do for that type of situation well Uh, there's other good actual aliens actual aliens you're right john actual aliens well look what they did with the dark elves a lot of those characters were were makeup and stuff like I, i feel like they could do it um it's just that like I mean, you complained about it like a couple episodes ago, or I don't know how many episodes ago, where every 
I think it was Wonder Woman where you said every ending fight scene in a superhero movie is just full of CGI. Like, like that was your complaint, Chris Hogg. My complaint was that every single every single superhero movie ends with them just going to town brawling for like most like it's it's mindless. This is a reason Thanos is destroying this to destroy the Avengers. That's not mindless. I think it would have been neat to cast the big show as Thanos and paint him purple. <laughs> He's big enough. Oh my god, that's amazing. I just want practical suits for my superheroes, okay? We all can't be happy. But, I, you know, like you said, I guess we'll, we'll wait to see what happens when we get the better quality trailer and, you know, Star-Lord's not upside down shooting. <laughs> I, hope, I hope they stick to their guns and they don't release it to the public. Apparently they won't. I, I read a thing today that said they're not going to release it at all of course of course that's what they say when it's been leaked but they will they're probably going to release it during the star wars movie that would be their best release six months away Thor ragnarok is done you can finally release the infinity war trailer honestly the only thing that kind of excited me from seeing it that will probably excite me when i watch it in hd is thor running into the guardians (laughs) i mean captain america catching that spear was kind of neat and people are comparing comparing this Captain America to Dimension Z, you know, which is cool. I like Dimension Z, and I've said it thousands of times on this podcast. They should give Captain America a solo movie, Dimension Z. Uh, but, you know, he didn't go to Dimension Z, so stop comparing it. My rant of Captain America with a beard is over. Still looks like Solid Snake with that beard, though. <laughs> did, yeah, did you see that? That was pretty neat. Maybe there's a time skip, and he did go, and they just skipped it. I'd be so yeah. mad. I'd be yeah. so mad. They show it to us in flashback. Oh Didn't you God. see it? In Civil War, he went to the Dimension Z. That was his own movie. <laughs> no, oh my it was God. Like two, it was like for two seconds, but he went to Dimension Z, <laughs> oh came God. back, it's a, and then it's Civil War. It's a tie-in War. comic. The tie-in comic you have to read. Yeah. Didn't you see in Civil War that he had his own movie? I mean, didn't you see it? Uh, let's move on from Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into Warner Brothers. Holy cow. Um, Warner Brothers showed... Uh, yeah, a crap ton of stuff. Some Blade Runner stuff. I believe they showed another. Did they show another trailer? And they showed like a hologram. Uh, Jared Leto. Was he? He looked like the Joker. In the in the movie? No. <laughs> oh, he in was, the hologram. He was, yeah, it was funny. I I don't know, Chris Hawk. You're the Blade Runner guy. Are you the Blade Runner fan? Are you excited for this new Blade Runner? I am excited when it's not blatantly obvious they're giving away that Deckard is a replicant. Um, that's basically what they're implying now, that he's definitely a replicant, and I don't know how I feel about that. I just I love the ambiguity of the first movie, that maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Like, Ridley Scott needs to... Like, he should have never said that Deckard was a replicant, because I think they would have taken this movie in a completely different direction. Because the basis yeah. of this movie is Deckard was a replicant, and he's lived this long. They need to figure out how he's living this long, and they want to re—they want to recreate it. I just and why he aged? Yeah, why he why he's you know it was way cooler when it was ambiguous when it wasn't really the twist stated. is he's not a replicant. <laughs> no, we don't know. No, it's 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 we know Ridley Scott confirmed it. Ruined his own movie. Maybe he's transcended being a replicant <laughs> and evolved into a human. I'm excited for the universe expansion. You know, the Blade Runner universe is really cool and stuff, so that's about it, honestly, because other than that, I think it's, you know, once again, just them making sequels out of things that didn't need it. 
Harrison Ford had a really funny quote that uh, someone asked him if they're just if they're just going to re- reboot every single movie that he's been in, and he's like, "You're damn right, we are," <laughs> which is uh, funny. Well, they said Blade Runner I mean, kinda... is uh, it's still being edited, and the runtime, the current runtime, is two hours and thirty minutes is what they're shooting for. I can see that. Um, Godzilla Two Mothra teaser image released. I'm pretty excited. I hope it looks more like Mothra a little bit instead of a giant moth. Uh, John, you're who I envision as Mothra. Yeah, that's Mothra's your spirit monster. So I enjoy um, some Mothra. Yes. How do you feel? How do you feel about this Mothra image? I think it's you know just the the carving of it. You know, um, I think we're gonna get you know a, an eerily similar Mothra to the. Uh, the mother we all know and love. As, as long as there's uh, two twins. You know, we gotta have them. We gotta have they them. They have to exist. If they don't exist, I'm gonna walk out the theater. <laughs> quoted. John Kenoki quoted. Time stamped. 10 o'clock, 7-23-2017. Time stamped. Uh, Warner Brothers also released the Lego Ninjago movie. Um, a new teaser video slash... Uh, trailer slash exclusive poster. Did you guys watch the trailer for Ninjago movie? This might be. I didn't watch the new one. It might be one of the Lego movies. I might skip. I watched it. I thought it was. A, I thought it was pretty. Uh, pretty funny. I mean, I might. I might see this, but I don't know. I might see it if it's like five dollars. I think I'll see it. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. It might not be a theater thing, but. I mean, so far, the Lego movies have been, you know, all winners to me. That is true. Uh, It uh, released a new poster at um, Comic-Con as well. I didn't get the chance to see that. Let's see what else they showed. Uh, They showed Ready Player One, the first trailer and a poster. Chris Hawk, did you, you said uh, that you're kind of excited that you want to read the book before you see the movie. Uh, What do you think of the trailer for Ready Player One? I think the trailer was... So nostalgia filled. It was. It just looks super interesting to me. And I've heard a lot of good things about the book. I've heard that it's very. It's a very fun read, and I'm. I'm a big fan of those types of reads because sometimes I just don't want to dig deep into a fantasy world or a sci-fi world. I just want to, you know, read something that's just a little, a, a little immersive and not too immersive. So that's the type of book I expect from this, and I want to read it because I mean, from this trailer, done and the movie's done by Steven Spielberg, so. It's gonna be better than your average movie. Yeah, we can we can assume. Was it supposed to be like a VR game type thing? It's like the uh, that's the last place that everyone goes to now. It, everyone's sucked into this video game, this VR. Uh, it's called the Oasis. It looks great. Yeah, it looks great. Steven Spielberg doing it kind of fits because he's like part of so many different franchises. If you think about it, mm-hmm. and uh, in Ready Player One. Uh, part of the uh, the oasis is there's different like worlds that you go to, and they're all themed off of pop culture things. That's that's like the cool part, but that's also why I didn't think the movie would like be legitimately made until they announced it, just because of how much how many rights they need to involve. Just because there's a few different worlds that they need rights to to show them, like showcase them in the movie. Otherwise, you have to do like knockoff versions. And on top of that, they got every single uh, go ahead for every single right in the movie. So that, I think that's that's just some of the power that Steven Spielberg has. A lot of things they showed, he's produced those movies, like Back to the Future. Didn't he produce mm-hmm. Iron Giant? I, I, he might as well have. Why not? 
like, I feel like everything that's in it is things that he's produced. Well, yeah, there's like, you know, Dungeons and Dragons and Pac-Man and a Blade Runner universe. Like, there's there's some crazy stuff in there. Oh, that'd be cool. They need the rights to, so I'm kind of cool. It's kind of cool that they, you know, actually made it happen. John, are you excited uh, to see this movie when it comes out? Yeah, I mean, I was actually going to read the books myself, or the book, rather, myself, before it came out, because I knew it was coming out, but I'm in the middle of a series right now. I mean, does it have a release date? So the next thing, uh, let's get into DC talk now. So they talked about how there's, they're gonna, they announced eight movies in development, uh, Su- Suicide Squad 2, The yeah. Batman, uh, Shazam, um, Justice League Dark, Flashpoint, which will be the Flash movie. Um, I'll ask you guys about that in a second. Uh, Wonder Woman 2, Green Lantern Corps, and uh, Batgirl, which we know um, Josh Whedon is doing. They announced that Shazam not have Black Adam in the movie. Uh, it will be because uh, Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam will be getting a solo movie. And I don't know if that's something Dwayne Johnson politicked to, you know, so he doesn't get defeated and looks, you know what I mean? He, he doesn't get, looks squashed. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't have to push Shazam, you know, he can push himself before he gets So in my, so when I directed Black Adam movie with the Rock guys, did you guys know that Black Adam was going to be a good guy? Because like all, it's just, that's how I was going to direct it. Black Adam's a good guy. Yeah, that's how, that's how I was going to direct it. Black Adam's a good guy. Shazam's a good guy. They're just all good guys. All good guys. Everybody wins that way. Everybody wins. Especially Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> just, I mean, Suicide Squad 2 is probably going to kill it. If, if they just keep the same characters, Will Smith is probably going to own the movie again. Mark my words. Mark my words. He's going to be the best part of the movie again. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on saying What's it. What's her name's not returning? Kind of died in the first one. Right? Well, I mean. Didn't, didn't the Enchantress die in the first one? I believe so. Not I, the I thought they saved her. Or was it? Was it the, wasn't it the Enchantress that died? The Enchantress died, but they saved uh, the chick. That oh, was yeah, the Enchantress. they saved, like, the human version. She didn't die. They just, like, you know, got rid of her spirit. Maybe she got... You know, she'll, probably, she'll pop back up in Justice League Dark, ideally, because that's where she belongs. Or she's just tied up in too many Valerian uh, sequels. Yeah, I mean, that, that's possible. So, uh, I kind of want to ask you guys... Um, I think it's a cool idea to do a Flashpoint movie. Um, it seems like that's what they were getting at anyway, you know, with Batman v Superman. We've talked about it before. Um, I, I just don't know how I feel about it being the first Flash movie. And it, obviously, I don't think they're going to do a Flash origin since, you know, you kind of see it on the TV show is what I'm, is what I'm guessing they're not going to show a Flash origin. But, uh, John, what, what's your opinion slash thoughts on this uh, Flashpoint movie? I actually think you, you see it in the trailer for Justice League. We're going to see the, uh, the start of that happening when he's running and he breaks the glass. I think that's um, not actually glass. I think it's like a metaphorical like breaking of glass. Mm-hmm. I think in this movie we're probably going to see him almost do what he needs to do you know, to create the Flashpoint happening. So it makes a lot of sense because they're probably going to tease it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't think we really need Flash origins. But if they're doing flat like Flashpoint, you can easily get it in there because you know he's he's messing with the time mm-hmm. continuum. You mm-hmm. know, 
So it can be done a, a different way that doesn't, you know, origins and then set up and then, you know, climax. I think it'd be pretty cool. I just hope it doesn't take too much away from the Flash. I just, but I just hope it's not a reboot because that's basically what the Flashpoint is. Ooh, I didn't think about that. But I mean, hey, that could I, make I, everybody happy. I think it's, I think it's strategic to do it that way in case you know Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't want to be Batman because he keeps saying he does. Then there's rumors he doesn't. So I think this leaves them an out to either you know get some people in that aren't in there right now. Or get some people out that want out. You know, give them that option. Or there's been some, I think it's playful rumors, but the rumor that Thomas Wayne might be the new Batman after Ben Affleck because he messes with the timeline so much in Flashpoint. That's just Jeffrey Dean Morgan playing around on Twitter probably. But, you know, we don't really know. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of excited. I, I watched a couple of the videos online of this panel. Like, I watched them enter the panel. And it came out to come together, and it it was it kind of hyped me up for the Justice League movie. Just that entrance, more so than the trailer did. But um, it just and seeing Jason Momoa freak out after watching the trailer, and uh, you know slamming the chair and freaking out, throwing his mic, <laughs> and uh, it looked like the guy playing Cyborg got pretty hyped too when he got on stage. He ripped his shirt, said "I heart uh, ZS," you know, obviously for Zack Snyder and. Uh, his family tragedy tra- tragedy that happened and uh you know that's sad but uh what do you guys think of the new um justice league trailer with showing stefan wolf and all that aquaman hair flip <laughs> hair flip <laughs> he flips his hair after surfing yeah, he does. <laughs> surfing down <laughs> on the uh the what are those called again the demons the oh, i forget Par- parademons yeah I hope that Wonder Woman steals the show, and it, it looks like she's going to have the best parts in this movie. I just, I just hope that Steppenwolf is actually a good villain, because she's already beaten a god, so this guy has to be stronger than a god. Did you guys like the trailer? Because there's a lot of people um, online saying they didn't like the DC trailer. I, I personally, I kind of liked it. I, th- I think it kind of made me a little more excited for you know, a Justice League movie, to see it in theaters. I was talking to Chris Hogg about this, um, comparing it to the Thor Ragnarok trailer. I think it's organized and it has a purpose. You know, it you you get early on that it's you know setting up this Justice League movie. It's not like just flashing scenes at you. It's kind of progressive in the way it you know presents the trailer to you, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, this is a four minute trailer in which I didn't really feel like I was spoiled at all. I was very I was like. This is an awesome trailer. I'm not being spoiled. It's got a good hook at the end where someone's coming back or someone's helping them out. We don't know if it's Superman or Green Lantern or Supergirl or, you know, the elongated man. We just don't know who it is. And it has the all in at the end. I just, you know, I think they're putting, I think they're putting most of their eggs in this basket. They're hoping that Justice League's going to be their killer. Um, that's it for really, uh, DC stuff. Uh, WB, um, Netflix showed. Uh, a bright trailer, a new bright trailer with Will Smith. Uh, apparently, there was a panel where David Oyer and uh, Will Smith discussed the film. They showed a Death Note clip. Uh, John, how do you feel about Death Note, this Death Note movie? Look, it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen, but <laughs> I guess it's it does some parts right. So, I mean, got that going for it. What, Will, Willem Dafoe is uh, Ryuk, right? So. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that could that could be kind of cool. I do people like people that have seen the images. The ma- the major plot points, yeah, everything with Ryuka, it, like imagery wise, is great. Mm-hmm. But the major plot points are twisted, and there's a lot more action to get people interested, which mm-hmm. I just don't agree with at all. Yeah, you know what looks weird is that how they made that dude kind of like. They also changed his last name. <laughs> the dude who's supposed to be L or whatever. Yeah. They they kind of made him look like you know like a kind of like a uh, protester or like a person who's Watch Dogs Two type of looking guy. Yeah, it's kind of weird just the choices they made with this movie. But I mean, I'll watch it. But I I had have no expectations for it to be honest. Chris Hawk, uh, are you excited for Bright? It has Will Smith in it. <laughs> and it has Joel. Chris Hawk, you should get a tattoo of Will Smith. You I should. should. I should, and it also has Jill Edgerton in it. And this movie feels like a Shadowrun movie. So, I, I mean, I see no reason why this wouldn't be a good rainy day movie for Netflix, next, uh, net, like, to start off a Netflix movie marathon. It just, I mean, it looks, it looks good. Uh, some other things that were at Comic-Con that they showed in the weekend was uh, they showed a, a clip from the Hey Arnold movie. I don't know if you guys I, are excited about that. I actually watched the trailer, and it wasn't bad. And I don't know if I would go out of my way to see this movie, but it, I mean, I liked Hey Arnold. It wasn't one of my favorite Nickelodeon shows, but it was mm-hmm. definitely, when it was on, I watched it. Well, what are you talking about? It was everybody's favorite show? I don't think it's so. it's coming back for a movie, all right? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Uh, untitled Spawn reboot. Uh, Spawn is going to be rated R. It's going to be made by Blumhouse. And the uh, comic creator... Todd McFarlane is going to write and direct the movie. I'm pretty happy about that. It'll at least be true to Spawn. But he wrote the last one, though. He didn't direct it, though. That movie was... Still. I like that movie. Yeah, I didn't think it was bad. I'm a little hesitant about him directing. Has he, has he directed a movie before? Uh, to, I don't know, to be honest. Because Frank Miller directed the second Sin City movie, and that movie... <laughs> Is some hot garbage. <laughs> I think that's more about the artistic standpoint they were trying to, you know, take there. I don't know. I think it was that movie's just garbage. <laughs> have you seen it, John? I have, but I mean, if you if you think about the way Frank Miller does his comics, they're always like a, a plot point, mm-hmm. but they're also like some sort of statement and artistic style, you know, like of storytelling. I think that's what he went for with Sin City too when he tried to, you know get into directing. Todd McFarlane doesn't do that. He's, you know, he, that's not Straight who he is. Straight to the point. Yeah, it's like... Todd McFarlane directed some music videos from Corn to Disturbed. Oh, well. Look, he's already got experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank Miller also directed The Spirit. Chris Hawk loved that. He, he stayed through the whole movie when he went to go I, see that. I think that was one of the best superhero movies of all time, of our age. The <laughs> most best comic book movie ever made, The Spirit. I don't... I've never walked out of a movie, and I, until then, I just, I, it was just so terrible. I can't believe you stayed and watched it, Mario. I, no, I didn't. I bought it oh. at Blockbuster. John, I think John witnessed me buy it at Blockbuster. That's true. I did. But uh, I think me and John even tried to watch it, and we did. We didn't. We make didn't it make it through it. Easily, the movie's unwatchable. Uh, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm excited for a Spawn movie. I like the 90s one. Um, that's pretty much where I, I got to know Spawn. You should, uh, you should include a um, 
like a, a George blurb, because he would love this. <laughs> I should. I should record, have George send me a recording of him saying something about Spawn. Uh, there's, a, there's some TV things from San Diego. Did you guys see the Westworld trailer for season two? Yeah. I didn't watch it. Are you excited about it? Uh, kind of. Did you like the... I don't think we talked about... Um, did you like the ending to season one? Without giving away spoilers. We actually have an uh, episode on season one. Yeah, I, I didn't listen to it. <laughs> well, maybe you should. Maybe you'll find out. Go back and listen to our Westworld episode. I, I liked season one. I thought it was really good. I liked the way it ended. I just... It, it's a perfect first season. It's like a perfect series for a season one. I, it's, I, I don't know if it... You know, I guess we'll see how they do it. I, I, I'm not excited because it's hard to think about what they, where they could go. You know, it, it, to me, so I'll have to wait till I see, watch season two. Yeah, do you get either of you guys watch Psych? I watched a couple episodes because it used to come on before or after uh, WWE Raw. But they, uh, they showed the preview for... It was after. For the movie of uh, Gus and um, Sean getting back into, like, Psych shape. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, pretty, it's pretty true to character, and it's pretty fun. And I'm pretty excited about it, because that's something that me and my wife both watch. And that's, we're, we're pretty both fond of that show. So that's, I think it would be great. I don't know if it's being released in theaters or not. I think it's going to be like a USA special. or Yeah, I think so. I know there's going to be a couple wrestlers in it, apparently. Yeah, they're big wrestling fans. But, uh, I mean, is there anything else you guys wanted to mention or bring up? There was a Stranger Things 2 trailer. Oh, that's Stranger right. Things two. Stranger Things John's 2. John's favorite. Have yet to see it. John, did you watch the trailer, though? I watched the beginning <laughs> of the trailer, and I, uh, I appreciate the use of Dragon's Lair. That's a great game that's hard as Oh, it is. It might be anything. the hardest game in the world. And uh, I love that animator. Uh, he's, he did like all the uh, non-Disney animated movies that you know, I grew up with. Does he, he do Wizards, John? His name is uh, Don Bluth. He did not do Wizards, no. That's a, that's a whole other story. <laughs> we'll have to do a special John and Mario uh, review with uh, well, Nick We can Kenobi. watch all the movies. What are you guys On talking Wizards. about? What's Wizards? Ralph Bakshi movies. You know what, Chris Hawk? Just look up Wizards and watch you know, some clips, and you will see. Mario, have you, watched, have you seen Cool World before? Uh, yeah, with Brad Pitt, right? No. Is that Brad Pitt? Well, it's... yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not. Isn't Brad Pitt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's up there. You know, that's that's his his stuff. That's his work. But uh, is there anything, any big takeaways you got from this San Diego Comic Con from afar? Since we all, you know, weren't there, is there anything that stood out to you guys? You know, besides the big Marvel DC stuff, or is there like one thing that you uh really were excited about uh that came out of this San Diego Comic Con? John. Overall, I don't think it was anything I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a lot of everything I did expect, and uh, it's kind of a letdown when that happens, because you almost know everything that's going to happen ahead of time. You're like, okay, when's this coming out? You know, when's the Justice League trailer getting released? When are they showing teasers for this, teasers for that? So overall, I, I don't think there was anything that I got like super excited for, though I did like a lot of the stuff that came out of it. Chris uh, I think the Stranger Things 2 trailer might be the best trailer from Comic-Con. It's just a well-done trailer. It has one of my favorite songs in it uh, from uh, Thriller from Michael Jackson. And I love how the, um, 
he that has like the outro from uh well it has like the um voiceover from that song playing during that trailer and i just think it fits so well with the theme i, I mean I, i'm a pretty big fan of stranger things in general so i i think this was my favorite trailer that i didn't i didn't expect it to be so so good it showed a lot of things very lovecraftian very nostalgic with the ghostbusters and like the 80s theme parties and all nostalgia. that I, I, nostalgia nostalgia um the infinity war trailer really didn't i mean since reading what basically a text list of what happened in the trailer i really wasn't surprised still hype um justice league trailer might be a second best trailer because just because i'm excited i'm pretty damn excited for the justice league i'm not gonna lie <laughs> mario what do you think I I think I'm more excited for Justice League coming out of this. Me personally, um, I I thought the trailer was uh, I thought I I kind of liked the trailer, but you know, just seeing the cast members, especially Jason Momoa and like uh, Ezra Miller, and how it looks how how excited they look to be in this movie. I feel like they're gonna bring something, and uh, it just it I think they made me excited personally and um you know that was probably their job and that worked i guess over the weekend so i'm kind of excited for justice league um obviously everybody knows that i have uh you know strong opinions about marvel but you know i i am going to go watch all of them and i like superhero stuffs and there's aspects of marvel that i do like so i i either i'm kind of excited about I wish I was there because I, I those posters I like the posters they put out except for the Infinity War one, the Captain of Marvel thing uh kind of interests me, but you know John's John's the Captain Marvel fan so I'm gonna I'm gonna take his insight. It'll probably be good. Let's be honest, but I'm just mad about it. The '90s, bro. It's alive in Portland. <laughs> Keeping the '90s alive in Portland. One last thing, John, on uh, Justice League. Do you think Supergirl's going to be in it, or do you think all the all the buildups just Superman? No, I really think that's a uh, a hologram of Supergirl. Um, I don't know that she'll actually be in it, but there's a good chance. That's definitely a hologram of Supergirl. Henry Cavill does not have shapely calves like that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty exciting for Supergirl to be in that. That's awesome. It's kind of hush hush too. Like you don't know who they would have casted or or whatever. You John. Know? John, which uh, Green Lantern do you want? John Stewart or Hal Jordan? I want Hal Jordan, but we're going to get John Stewart. I just hope it's not... What's his name? Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to get John Stewart. That's the go-to for the Justice League. He doesn't have his own plots, and Hal Jordan already failed, and there's a lot of jokey superheroes already. That's true. We'll get John Stewart to ground the uh, Justice League in seriousness. Um, that's not depressing Batman. <laughs> depressing Batman. So um, we're Cinema 7. Hope you enjoyed our talk about uh, San Diego Comic-Con and our opinions and thoughts about what came out. If you had, you know, different opinions or if you agree with us in any way or, you know, disagree, whatever, you know, th- let us know. Talk to us on social media. We'll talk back to you, um, especially on Twitter. Uh, Chris Hawk is very active in the Cinema 7 posts. Instagram, uh, we'll, you know, we'll talk to you a little bit there. Facebook, I think Facebook would be the best to definitely talk to us, but definitely look us up on social media, Cinema7 underscore podcast on Twitter, 
cinema seven underscore podcast on Instagram and just, you know, cinema seven on Facebook. If you uh, like the podcast, as we have said before, definitely support us on Patreon. Uh, John, if you want to tell them a little bit about Patreon. Yeah. So Patreon is a uh, website where you can support uh, content creators on the internet for little to no money a month or just one-time donations of whatever. Uh, there's different reward tiers for, you know, rewards you can get. We have two Patreons, um, one being Mario's mom. Thanks, Mario's mom. And the other being myself. So thanks to me. <laughs> thanks. thanks, John. Thanks, John. Um, we also have a newsletter uh, we haven't done it in a while. We don't have a lot of people uh, who subscribed. And, you know, it's totally free. And, uh, you know, we're definitely looking to make that more active. So definitely uh, subscribe to our newsletter on our website at cinema7podcast.com. It's on the episodes page. It's also on the contacts page. You'll find a link where you can just, uh, subscribe to it. Uh, but, you know, follow us on social media. Follow us on all podcast platforms google play for an android user and you don't want to use like soundcloud because that might be going in the dumps or you know if you uh heard of stitcher and you want to use stitcher we're on there uh cast crunch um you know last.fm if you are like a weirdo and you like that uh we're on itunes podcast uh definitely rate and review us on there or wherever you can that would definitely help us get you know seen on especially on itunes you know I, I feel like if you get over 10 i don't know i could be wrong if we can get over 10 reviews that'd be great we're cinema 7 uh chris hawk if you will please take it away so we want to thank you for listening with us we want to thank you for watching with us and we want to thank you for exploring with us he went motion.